Hi, this is Amber. I'm a healer and a teacher. My website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. My work focuses on core wound healing, sacred union sessions, transformational calls, coaching and healing and intuitive readings. Today's podcast is on the subject of faith. I don't mean faith as in religious faith or do we follow a faith. I just mean faith um, in oneself, in life. And what do we do when we feel that we've lost our faith? I come across this quite a lot in healing sessions, but also in my own journey. Faith is the thing that keeps us going. Faith is the thing that gets us out of bed in the morning. It means that we set intentions and goals and we do things and we put one foot in front of the other and we take a risk and we try something new and we let go of the past because we have faith in something better. We have faith that life will change, that our finances will change, that our love life will change, that our home situation will change, that the world will change. We have faith that good things will happen and better things will come our way. We have faith in life and in a higher power, whether that's our higher selves or whatever our belief system is. And so what do we do when we lose our faith? How do we regain it? My feeling on this from my own journey and then from working with clients is we never really lose faith. We can't lose it we can't really lose what is us you know saying that we've lost faith really is an indication that we have somehow become disconnected from ourselves or from our higher selves so if we don't if you don't have a spiritual belief like if you don't believe in anything or a higher power um then how i would say it is a loss of faith is a loss of faith in oneself right in one's own ability to make good decisions to be discerning to look after oneself, to um, to walk this earth. And if you do have faith in a higher power, then loss of faith is to do with losing faith in your religion or your spiritual practice or in God or in your angels, archangels or whatever. But they're all the same thing. They're all about a disconnection. And I, I feel that disconnection can sometimes happen when we've experienced some kind of pain or trauma. It's like the experience that we have is so painful, it's so difficult in some way that we disconnect from the experience to save ourselves. And in that disconnecting from the experience, what we end up doing is just disconnecting from life, from ourselves, from God, from spirit, from the universe, from a higher power. And we do that because the disconnection that we will have, that our subconscious, if you like, or another part of us helps us go through to protect us, is such a strong disconnection that it's almost like it's a disconnection on every level. You know, it's like if a light bulb fuses in one of the rooms, we turn all the electrics off just to make sure that no other bulbs fuse. That's kind of what happens in a disconnection when we've experienced a trauma of some kind. So you break up with someone and it hurts. And rather than going into the pain and feeling that hurt, we disconnect from it because it's so painful. And in the disconnecting from that pain, we disconnect from everything. We disconnect from any, anything and everything that could touch us because anything and everything is going to trigger that pain again and we'll have to feel it. And we don't want to feel it, so we keep disconnecting. So really, the cure, if you like, for faith, like re feeling connected again, the cure is to go into the very thing that we're running away from, which sounds really paradoxical, which doesn't sound very healing and doesn't sound like something that we would ever really want to do. Why would I want to run to the thing that's hurt me? But it's not that we're running back to the thing that's hurt us. It, what it is is that we're just being in that emotion. We're being in that experience. And as we're in it, we observe it as the detached observer. 
So we observe our anger or our frustration or our sadness or our sense of loss. And as we observe it, we have compassion for that part of us that is experiencing all these emotions. And we get a better sense of what the stories are around those emotions. Oh, I'm, I'm feeling angry right now because it reminds me of a time when. Or I'm feeling sad right now because it's reminding me of a time when. And then part of the, the healing is that we address those stories. We reframe them. We rewrite them in some way. We let them go. And then we, we, we are better placed to just be in this space of pain, if you like, in inverted commas, and just allow it to transform, which it does, because all it's really asking for is acceptance. And what we tend to do with pain is not want it, cure it, get rid of it, anesthetize it, but actually all that this pain is asking us is to be seen and to be heard. And once it's seen and heard and felt, it can dissolve into something other. I think there's many different ways we can do this in terms of seeing our pain, healing it and transforming it. It's the work that I do energetically. It's the work that I'm so passionate about because I see the differences that it makes in people's lives and has made in my own life. And I don't say that it's easy, but it's transformative and it's powerful and it's important. So in the core wound work, for example, that I offer, some of the work that we do is about unraveling these stories that are no longer serving you and actually stepping back into the pain but this time doing it held by me the space that's held for you but also held through meditation and ritual and healing and energy work so that you're not facing it alone the way you did last time right and as you're, because you're not facing it alone this time it's easier for you to let it go to let it transform because now you have a witness who is bearing witness to your pain without judgment and allowing you to be anything that you need to be in that space to allow the pain to transform and transmute which it will because everything is always moving every emotional state that we have is always moving the only thing that keeps it stuck is the fact that we don't allow it to move um, so when we feel stuck it's because we're not allowing that emotional state to move, whatever it is. And so how do we get back to faith? You know, in the core wound work, a lot of the meditations and the practices and the rituals that I share with clients that, that are only specifically for them because I do a shamanic journey for everyone who works with me. And so anything that's given to them is 100% created for them. It's totally bespoke. And so all, a lot of those rituals and meditations are, uh, are helping people to reconnect with faith, but in their own way, you know, by doing something, by working with the elements or the land or going on a pilgrimage or, and pilgrimage again in inverted commas, because you're not going to a religious site, you know, pilgrimage can mean many things. Um, by journaling, by doing a specific practice, but calling it sacred, calling it ritual, um, People are reconnecting, clients are reconnecting with their sense of faith in themselves and in something greater, in their heart, in their, in their higher selves, in the world, um, in community, in their healer, you know, whatever it is, they're reconnecting with faith. And it's similar in the sacred union work, you know, often in the sacred union work, what happens is that someone's been in a relationship or their hearts got broken in some way or um, the relationship didn't work out the way they wanted it to or they feel betrayed or confused and so they lose their faith in love. And when we lose our faith in love and in life, then life becomes grey. You know, it becomes a black and white photo. It becomes devoid. So the sacred union work, again, that I offer in the in the in the calls, is about reconnecting, reconnecting to love, reconnecting to 
to um, the heart again, you know, and remembering that you are always connected. All that happened was that the, it was a slight disconnection as in you turned away. So all the things that we say that we're seeking in life, like love and abundance and joy and companionship and union, they never went anywhere. You know, spirit, God, the angels, the universe, whatever you believe in, doesn't go anywhere. It's just us. It's like we're looking in a different direction. We're so busy looking at the ground, we can't look up at the sky and see that the sun is shining. It's a bit like that. So I think we get our faith back in many different ways. You know, I offer healing programs that are about reconnecting to faith in oneself and in one's higher self. And we we reconnect to faith by taking, I believe, positive steps every day that bring us closer to that which makes us feel good. I think what happens when we're disconnected is is that we feel so bad that anything that we do is just compounding the bad feelings. And I feel that once once we make that decision that I want to feel better and we start taking steps every day, even if it's one thing like having a hot bath or a lovely cup of tea or seeing a friend or watching a film or listening to a nice piece of music, every day that we do that, what we're saying is, I have faith that life will get better. I have faith in love. I have faith in joy and laughter. I have faith that today will be a better day. And that's how we reconnect one step at a time. And I feel that's how we get our faith back. Faith is so important because it's hope. And in Pandora's box, you know, that kind of myth, that mythology, that story of Pandora's box, right at the end when all the, fa- all the kind of pain and sadness had left this box, had come out into the world, what was left was the still small voice of hope. And faith for me is hope, hope that tomorrow will be a better day, that today can be a better day, that things can change in an instant. And that's what faith gives us, is that belief that things will get better. Even at their darkest hour, they will get better. And they always do, you know, in life, they always do. But the thing about faith is, when we don't have it, we don't see the opportunities in front of us. Because there could be someone standing in front of us with their arms open saying, I'm here to love you. And because we don't have faith in love, or faith in the opposite sex, or the same sex, or faith faith in ourselves, we turn down that opportunity. You know, we could lose our job and feel that we're hopeless and life has let us down and someone, 10 people could be standing in front of us, 10 opportunities saying this way, this way, but because we don't have faith that things will be better, we turn down those opportunities and we keep going around the spiral. So faith tells us that whatever decision I make, as long as I make it from the place of the heart and it feels good, is a good decision. If I make a decision and it's based on fear or anger or anxiety, I need to stop, realign, come back to a place of faith and know that every choice that I make in life, whether it yields the result that I initially intended or not, is always going to take me ever closer to my greater goal. And this is some of the work that I do in the coaching calls. You know, it's refining your goal. What is it that you want? Because often... Our goals are so short term, you know, I want my relationship to improve or I want to pay my rent or I want, you know, that job. But what are your greater goals? Because once you know what your greater goal is, every little step that you take should be taking you closer to your greater goal. And if it isn't, if it's taking you round and round in circles, then somehow there's a disconnection. I think faith is a really massive topic, um, but I just wanted to give you some pointers, a really, you know, a quick um hit list on how to just reconnect to faith you know what are the little things that you can do every day that can assist you it's obviously much deeper work and it's not something to cover in a podcast but the the intention behind these podcasts is always to inspire and to plant seeds of new thinking um or just awakening 
If anything that I've said resonates, though, or, and you'd like to dive deeper and explore this work, then please explore the website. Um, the address, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Or send me an email on amber at sacredspacehealing.org. And let's talk and let's see if I can assist you in some way. Wherever you may be on your journey, whatever is happening for you right now, it's just a process. You can move through it. And on the other side of it lies everything that you've ever wished and dreamed and hoped for. And um, I send you many blessings on your journey. And so it is and so it shall be.